0: This is CarPro USA, where you always get straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive from Jerry Reynolds, the CarPro. Jerry ran his own dealerships for years and was a two-term chairman of the Ford National Dealer Council. He's also an excellent driver who does incredible test videos every week. Kevin McCarthy is his trusty sidekick. He's a Radio Hall of Famer, but not a great driver. When Kevin turns his navigation system on, the voice says in 400 feet, then stop and let me out. Here they are now on CarPro USA.
1: We appreciate you being with us today on CarPro USA. Our job is to make sure that you make good car buying decisions, and that's what we'll do. We'll get you on the air. Give us a call at 800-926-7777, and we'll go from there and see how we can help you. I have surprised a lot of people with my advice over the past month. Uh, Broken some hearts with people who got bit by the bug to get a new set of wheels, and it just wasn't the right time. Um, Cars are short. Microchip shortage has been going on now for months. No end in sight. Some vehicle makers are getting hit worse than others. Ford and Toyota, the two worst. Subaru's been hit very hard by this. Uh, Ford, as a matter of fact, is thinking about shipping a bunch of trucks to the dealerships without the chips and then having the dealers install the chips which is kind of an intriguing idea if i were a if i were still in the ford business i would lots rather people could come to my lot and rather than see an empty lot they could actually look at vehicles and figure out what they want put a deposit on it and then when the chips come in deliver them and I, I, I kind of think that'll probably come to pass. And if it does, then I imagine the other automakers will follow suit because they're all building cars still. They just can't ship them because they can't deliver them without chips. So interesting times right now. The used car market is still sky high. I watched the auction prices on Wednesday. They've stabilized some. They'd been on a downward trajectory for uh, four, four weeks But this week they kind of stabilized, and and trucks and SUVs actually rose a little bit. So, you know, it's just, again, it's just weird times. That's why we need to talk. My trusty sidekick, Kevin McCarthy, is here.
2: I have no idea what particular chips Ford doesn't have that their F 150s need.
1: Oh, I don't either.
2: Well, I'm glad I'm not the only one, but there were. Does it matter? Well,. It would. It seems that it would require more than your average technician at a, at a service shop at a Ford dealership to be able to install whatever particular chips the trucks needed when they got there, and the chips came in.
1: They just plug in wherever but, it is. Yeah, but it's getting you know getting to where they go sometimes. You know, I don't know if, if there's. I, I suspect there's some that. Will require, you know, the dash to be pulled and and that sort of thing. It's going to happen either way. I would prefer somebody, a certified technician at a Ford dealership, do the job, than what General Motors is talking about, which is hiring non UAW workers to come in and install the chips. at all the, with all their trucks sitting around, people off the street, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah, I'd rather have I'd rather I'd have mother my mother a Chevy. Well, I, dealer do it.
2: I could go to you if I bought a car from you and go, Jerry, this chip isn't right. I can't go to GM and go, hey, that guy you hired off the street, uh, we got a problem.
1: No, but it'd still be under warranty. You'd still end up at a at a dealership.
2: Oh, okay, but it's interesting idea. I mean, they're they all the automakers have to be looking for some kind of creative solutions to help get more vehicles in the pipeline, like you say, to have them on the lot so they could say, hey, I'd really love that one when you get the chip.
1: Well, and they can't bill the dealer for the vehicle until it ships. So no floor plan expense. They're sitting there on, sitting on billions of dollars worth of vehicles that they can't collect the money for. And so they, trust me, they are very eager to get this resolved and get it behind them and so am I frankly. Tasha in Napa Valley, California. Welcome. Uh, how can I help you?
3: So how much um how much is they giving him for the cost to for total out? Oh I not Tasha
1: are you there? You're on the air. Put Tasha on hold, please, sir, and let's talk to Mark in Austin. Mark, welcome. Hi hey, buddy. Are you there? Yes, sir. You're on the air. What can I help you oh, with?
4: Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. You said you said Austin, and I'm in Huffman. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I'm
1: sorry. My apologies. Uh,
4: I have. Okay, my uh wife. I bought my wife a new 18 Sonata, gut loaded with the driver assist and everything, and I really do love it. And I guess I leased it because I have a $10,000 balloon note coming up next month that I've already paid $2,000 on. I've already paid the all the notes and $2,000 on the balloon note and wondering if I should go ahead and pay it off or trade it in and get her a 21.
1: I wouldn't trade it in right know. now. I, I I would not trade yeah. it in right now. Uh-huh. Uh, how many miles are on this, okay. I this Sonata? 28,000. Oh, what a great car. 000. You're And you've got so Always much warranty perfect. left in that car.
4: I, I bought the extended, I bought the everything bumper to bumper, and it's happy. I'm
2: happy, happy. Jerry, <laughs> enlighten me for a second. I'm sure some listeners, balloon notes, yeah. is that the part of the residual, or is that a, a different way of leasing than I'm familiar it's, with?
1: It's it's a different way of leasing. You've got all the benefits of the lease at the end of the lease. you got a residual that you can pay off and keep the car, refinance it, uh, whatever you want to do. Same way with a lease. The difference right. between a balloon note is the vehicle is titled in your name. And so, it versus, you know, Hyundai Financial in care of Mark, which is the way the title would read on a lease. So, do you know what interest rates you've got on that balloon note?
3: Uh, I really do not. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I don't.
1: I see absolutely no reason. And in, in your 18's is not as worth more now than it, than it's ever been worth, at least in the last ninety days. But you're also going to pay a premium for the new one. You're going to pay sticker or more, even with my connections. If you if you can get anything right now that's popular at sticker price, you're doing great. So I see absolutely no reason to get rid of that car. I would, you know what. Look at your contract and see what the interest rate is, but if it's low, and I'm sure it is, then I'd keep making payments on that balloon until you get it paid off. And, and, you know, try to get you 50,000, 60,000 miles out of this car before you do anything. By then, everything will be back to normal, and and you can get a good deal again. And your car is still always going to have good value because it's super popular. But with the warranty coverage that you've got... I wouldn't do a thing right now, and that's the truth.
0: Sometimes dealing with a car salesman is like getting an email written in all caps. To them, it's okay. To you, it's like you're being screamed at. So if you'd like to talk to Jerry Reynolds, the car pro, call him now at 800-926-7777. If you're shopping for a car, SUV, or truck, let me help you. That's 800-926-7777.
2: This is CarPro USA. I bet I know one reason why that story about the 12 popular cars, uh, their names, and how they got them, uh, why it appealed to you. Okay. None of them had XR s 500 4T2 <laughs> as names.
1: That was the good old days when <laughs> cars actually had names. All of them. Yes.
2: It's the Euros that did that. I mean, didn't they start the the numbering process? I don't process? remember
1: who started it, to be honest with you. Uh, it's been going on a long time. I mean.
2: I think Mercedes uh, started it.
1: Well, I remember a Datsun B210. Uh, I
2: remember that. That Wasn't, wasn't that their smallest pickup yes. truck ever made? It was a
1: car, but it was the smallest car they made oh. at the time. And that was a long time ago. Alan, Houston, Texas. Welcome. Alan. what could I do for you, sir?
5: Yes, sir. I am wanting your opinion. Uh, I've owned uh, Nissan Armadas for probably about the last 15 years, and before that, Tahoes. Yeah. But uh, I read your uh, your newsletter on the the new Armada, and uh, right now I have a 2017 or 2018, but I've been looking at the uh, Chevy Tahoe with the Duramax engine in it. Yes. I wanted some pros and cons on both of them.
1: Well, how long are you going to keep it, oh, Alan? Your uh
5: Usually around 150,000 to 200,000 miles. Okay. Mostly around 150.
1: Yeah. And, and I got to tell you, years years past, I, I wasn't a big Armada fan. but and, and mostly my issue with the Armada was the resale value, uh, not the quality itself. So when this new one came out and I got my hands on it, I was just like, I thought this thing is awesome and it performed well. And you know, the gas mileage was horrible, but it's a right. 6,000 pound SUV for God's sakes uh, value wise. It's probably the best value of a big SUV on the market today. And Nissan knows, Nissan knows they can't compete with Tahoe and expedition and the QX 80. I mean, that. They just don't have the reputation to do it, so they they've got to price it well. And you know, I don't know about right now, but if not soon, there'll be some nice rebates on the Armada. They've kind of the Armada and the Titan both have always carried big, big rebates. Now, for better fuel economy, and I mean substantially better, um, and resale value. And all the other things, particularly if you want to go 200,000 miles without any engine problems at all. And if you wanted to go 300,000, you could with that Duramax. It's just a wildly reliable engine. And we know this from it being in the pickups now for several years. It's going to cost you more money up front. You'll get a lot of that back in resale. And if you decide to keep it longer, you'll certainly get it in lack of repairs. All that makes sense.
5: Okay. Uh, Yes. Uh, Although I I can say in the last four armadas that I've owned, uh, other than brakes, I've never put a dime into them. That's great. I've been very. I've been very lucky.
1: Well, you're probably doing your maintenance, and and that's a key. Yes. Are you towing or hauling? Uh, Are you towing anything?
5: Not. Not a lot. Uh, I, I. I fill up the back end quite often. But uh, as far as towing trailers, you know, maybe a 2,000-pound trailer at the most. Uh, very seldom. Maybe once every couple of months. No, nothing big.
1: Okay. And if you're pretty firm on that 150,000 miles, I'd go out and get a new Armada. I, I, they're really nice. You're going to pay. In God bless you if gas prices keep going up. Because you're going to be spending a lot of time at a a gas station. But, you know, the the vehicle itself is amazing. And and I know, I can guarantee you, it's going to sell much better starting now. And that may help the resale value.
5: The Armada or the, the Tahoe?
1: The Armada. Okay, I know the Tahoe so other- the Tahoe resale is going to be going to be really good. Armada in the past has not, but I think that'll change now.
5: What did they change as far as engine and, and drivetrain in the Armada? I mean, Nothing. I'm not worried about the, the stuff on the inside.
1: That, uh, they didn't I change a thing. It's it, it's a carryover, which as you know, is fine. The drivetrains have always been pretty good on these things, and and you're proof of that. So I'd get the Tahoe off my mind. You can save yourself probably fifteen grand by going with the Armada. And maybe even more if you'll talk to John Hayes at Fred Hass Nissan over on Tomball Parkway and tell him I sent you. Good guy.
0: In sports, when you hear, We wanted to throw more curveballs. That means, His fastball floats up there like a watermelon.
1: But when you hear Straight talk, honest answers about everything automotive That means Jerry
0: Reynolds, the car pro, will help you No curveballs Call now, 1-800-926-7777
1: And Leslie in California, welcome Leslie, what can I do for you?
3: Hi. Um, I'm looking for a smallish car. I've always loved the Fiat, but I don't know how practical it is. I do some commuting, lots of buzzing around town and delivering. Um, but I just I just like small.
1: Yeah, I get that. Uh, don't do the Fiat. That's a bad idea. Okay. Uh, it's a good way to get hung in a car. I just don't think they're going to be... I don't think they're going to sell cars in the United States in the future. Uh, they haven't officially announced that yet, and they may not. They canceled the 500, uh, <clears throat> all the models of that, including the electric car, so it's gone. Resale's just horrible. So, is, is fuel economy one of your big hot buttons? Is what? Fuel economy?
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Of course. I've always liked uh, the... Hyundai Accent too, but I don't see him much anymore.
1: No, no, that car's that car isn't done real well. Um, I would. How how many miles a month or a year are you driving, Leslie? Do you know?
3: Oh gosh, I don't know. It's it's mostly in town, but I do have an hour commute twice a week.
1: Okay, hour. Uh, <laughs> what part of California are you in? In the Bay Area. So I go to San Francisco from Vallejo. I got it. If it were me, I'd get a a Toyota Prius. Um, Fuel economy is amazing. The the way they last is amazing. Typically, you'll get 200,000 miles out of one. Uh, It's a car that hasn't been all that affected by the chip shortage. But I will tell you this. If gas prices continue to rise the price of a Toyota Prius will continue to rise. So if you can get in now, while they're still reasonable, you can get yourself a great buy on a vehicle that'll get you close to 50 miles to the gallon in town and is a good driving car. Uh, I would I would look at Toyota Prius for sure. Uh, That would be the top of my list. Others, uh, the Mazda 3 is a lot of fun to drive, but it it won't get you that kind of gas mileage. And then... uh, uh, I think there's anything else I'm overlooking. I think I'd narrow it down to those two.
2: And, and don't buy a Fiat. I bought two 40 years ago <laughs> just to save you from them.
0: You can get a car or you can get the right car. Call CarPro USA now at 1-800-926-7777.
1: This hour of Car Pro USA is brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. You gotta think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. They're close, convenient, and known for guaranteed everyday low prices and excellent customer service from professional parts people that you can trust. I know I do. Stop by your local O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit their fantastic website. It's O'ReillyAuto.com.
2: Okay, talking about the names of cars. Actual names versus numbers. Yes. Uh, number seven on the list of where cars got their names from. The Mazda Miata. The mm-hmm. MX-5 had three names for a long time. In Japan, it was the Mazda Roadster or the Yunos Roadster. In Europe, it was the MX-5 because Mazda thought the continent was more used to alphanumeric names. Yes. And here in North America... It was the MX five Miata because they believe that Americans prefer an actual name. Who would have thunk it?
1: Yeah.
2: Oh, and, and one of my favorites, the Volkswagen golf has nothing to do with the sport.
1: <laughs> Shocking.
2: Shocking. The golf is named for the Gulf stream. Jetta is German for jet stream. Passat means trade wind. Scirocco is named after the wind. And one of the designers thought, well, as long as we're going to call it golf, why don't we put a golf ball on the gear shift and put tartan <laughs> interiors in it? So
1: there you that's have it, all
2: man. in the CarPro newsletter this week. If you're not a subscriber, sign up today, carprousa.com. You'll have it in your inbox this afternoon. I
1: mean... It, it, if the car's great, it doesn't matter what you name it. Really, here in the United States, at least. If it's never not nice.
2: great, a bad name can. Uh,
1: bad car, great name, don't matter. What it ain't was it? Sell.
2: What was it? Nova means no go in Spanish, and they tried to sell it in uh, Mexico.
1: <laughs> I don't remember, but it was, it was something like. But I mean, look at the success BMW's had with numbers. Yeah, you know. I mean, go. I, well, I how about Mercedes? I don't remember. I don't remember a BMW that actually had a name, to be honest with you.
2: I don't remember a Mercedes that had a name. No. Going all the way back to the 280 SL way back when.
1: Yeah. Oh, well. Subscribe today. We'll get it to you today. Do it from the front page of carprousa.com. And we go to Dan in shirts, Texas, listening on W-O-A-I. Hello, pal. How are you, Jerry? Buddy, I'm doing Good. What are, you, what are you thinking about doing? Uh, I remember,
3: man, I had a, a Mercure XR4 Ti, so uh, I know about oh, the
1: Bless your heart. I'd forgotten <laughs> all, all about Mercure's. Wow. Those were sale proof.
3: Yes, sir. Man, I, I, I admire you. I've been listening to you for a long time. Um, I have a 2019 Toyota Tacoma double cab, four-wheel drive, I'm coming up towards the end of a lease, and I really want to get a 2022 Tundra. Yeah. So I'm wondering what my options are.
1: Well, you can, if you want to capitalize on this market, you can, Toyota's one of the few companies out there that'll still let you sell your own lease. Your is worth more than the residual. So the question, and you can pocket that money question is do you have something to drive until the 2022 toyota comes out because that's going to be the end of this year and that's if they're on time correct so if you sold your tacoma today and maximized the dollars would you have something else you could drive
3: no sir i would not uh my wife has an FJ Cruiser, so I would not be able to drive her vehicle
1: as to work. All right. Here's what you do. Call Toyota Financial. Tell them you want to extend your lease six months. And you'll just keep making the same payment. And your residual value will drop at the end of it. And hopefully the timing will be right to where you could order a 2022 Tundra, as soon as they're available to be ordered. I don't know when that'll be. If I were guessing, I'd say September, October, and keep driving your Tacoma. You doing okay on the miles?
3: Yes, sir. So far, I am. I think think I'm going to come in right under my 45. I have extended miles on this because I do commute with the vehicle, but I think I'm going to do okay.
1: Okay. Those miles will carry over if you extend the lease. Um, and if you want to be safe and I don't know if they'll do this, ask them for a nine month extension and see what they say. I think six is the most they'll go, but that might be enough to get you into one of the early 2022s.
3: Yes, sir. Yep. I appreciate it. I've had people actually offer us money for my wife, Seth J. Cruz, right on the street and she, she won't get rid of it.
1: Dude, I saw one bring at the auction just this week. A twenty fourteen. It was a nice rig, low miles. Brought thirty-five thousand dollars. Twenty fourteen. It didn't stick her but for maybe twenty-eight to twenty-nine. And it brought thirty-five to a dealer. Now you want to rethink getting That'd rid of her, fun. FJ Cruiser?
3: Maybe. <laughs> I, I tried to get her a four runner a brand-new full-runner. She has the first cru- uh, FJ Cruiser that was sold in the state of Texas, and it's loaded with all the options. She has mm. the very first one, and we've been approached several times.
1: Oh, there's no telling what it would bring. I mean, I've never seen a vehicle hold its value as well as that ever. And, you know, they're, they're showing no signs of slowing down. It's kind of like having a – right now, it's like having a, a Toyota Land Cruiser that will bring more than it did when it was new. Um, you know, and there's not a lot of examples of that out there, but if I were you, I'd extend that lease and then about September, October order a new 2022 Tundra. I've got universal Toyota and I've also got uh, red McCombs Toyota. Pick one of the two and let them know that you want, to be, you want to be able to get one of the early orders in. And, and then talk to Toyota Financial and ask for a nine-month extension. I don't think they'll do it, but if, I know they'll do six. So get that, and then later in the year, you and I probably ought to talk again.
3: Yes, sir. Thank you so much, man. You are the to of car, rock, and roll. <laughs>
1: Okay, I've been called a lot of things, <laughs> but but that's a first, Dan. And thank you for sharing that. I appreciate it more than you know. 800-926-7777. If you missed the stories that were in yesterday's newsletter, then you need to take a look at my Armada Platinum review pickup sales in the second quarter, and my favorite list of the year comes out twice the mid year. Uh, the mid-year sales report. I tell you, every manufacturer that sold in the United States and how they're doing this first half of 2021 versus the second half, uh, the first half of 2020, and just about everybody was up because in 2020 we were dealing heavy with COVID-19, and a lot of the dealerships were closed. So it's a pretty interesting list. Subscribe today. From the front page of carprousa.com, we'll get it to you today, and you'll get your next one next Friday.
0: Car, truck, crossover, SUV, whatever you're thinking about, call CarProUSA first. 1-800-926-7777.
2: You know, we have a new, all new, much more user-friendly, as the term goes in the web world, website Yep, at carprousa.com. And if for some reason you're like Jerry and you get more emails than you can handle, most of the stories that we talk about that are in the newsletter every week, you can find them under news on our website at sure. carprousa.com.
1: Absolutely. And I apologize for those of you who yesterday afternoon tried to look at my video of the week from the time that the newsletter went out to the afternoon. It got pulled down for some reason, still trounced Kevin's even yeah. though, even though, even it, though it was there.
2: only up for about three hours after the <laughs> newsletter went out. it still wiped white. <laughs> Way to go. Kev. Oh, well, Oh well,
1: but it's, it's down. You can't get it. And, uh, you know if if by chance it comes back up and I can put it back in next week for those of you who missed it because it really was good, uh, then I'll put it back up for this coming week. Subscribe today and we'll get it to you today and now we go to Ted in Ramona, California. Ted, welcome.
4: Hey, Jerry, thanks for taking my call.
1: You bet, sir, what can I help you with?
4: Well, I have a uh, Chevy Silverado twenty five hundred Duramax. It's a HD LT short bed crew cab four wheel drive. And what year is it's it? It's got about 200. It's a 2005. Okay. It's got it's got about 220,000 miles on it. I'm thinking about upgrading and buying the truck that might last me the rest of my life.
2: Another one of so those. Like get a, <laughs> <laughs> I
4: I don't have any brand loyalty. I'm looking for a diesel. I I use a what I use it for is pulling a camping trailer, about eleven thousand pounds and about fourteen hundred pounds of tongue weight. It's a toy hauler. Yeah.
1: Y- you know, there's no bad diesels today. The Rams great, the Chevy's great, the GMC's great, the Ford's great. They're all great engines, and, and that makes it harder. Where I where I tend to favor the Ford is the things you can get on the Ford to make trailer towing easier. Uh, The Power Stroke 6.7 phenomenal engine. You're you're really on the line of not needing to go to a diesel at 11,000 pounds, but if it's a toy hauler and you get something else, it's probably best to um, plan for the future, and as long as you tend to keep one, the only way to do that is with a diesel and not have some problems. So for that reason I'd go with the F250. Um it's 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 just been such a great truck, but the the Ford backup system where you can back your trailer with the camera with a knob it it works unbelievably well. And then you the the other things I like the tow command system that that you can get from the factory. Is terrific. It's got a built-in anti sway bar and trailer brakes, which you can get on all those trucks. But the the trailer towing mirrors in the Ford, I think, are the most user-friendly because you can extend them out power and then pull them back in when you're not pulling the trailer and they're not huge. And then you can hit a different button and fold them into the truck. So that means that you could actually get your truck through a car wash. And a lot of these trucks, you can't. So, it would be a toss-up as far as which is the best truck, which one will go the furthest, which one will give me the least trouble. None of them will give you any trouble. But for for trailer towing, take a look at the Ford. It would be top of my list.
4: Well, that sounds great. Are any of them better on fuel mileage?
1: You know, the big thing with diesel fuel mileage is the – axle ratio if you go with the ford get the 331 i tested that in that truck not pulling the trailer and got 23 miles to the gallon and you know towing 11 to twelve thousand pounds of 331 will do the job really well and you could you could might even make it with a 315 but i get to 331 to be safe and that's a good combination of power and fuel economy thanks for the call ted
0: when your car starts to go, you go to CarPro USA for advice. 1-800-926-7777. I
2: think Bridget Wilson's going to be a big hit. Huh? She's a sales manager of Volkswagen Santa Monica. Oh, yeah. She got a five-star rating this She's week. new with us. She's new.
1: Yeah, she is. I, the the uh, lady that used to handle our listeners got promoted.
2: Well, she's sales manager now. According to one of our SoCal listeners, she was really customer supportive and dealing with a couple of seniors who knew nothing about an EV or leasing and wanted both. Hmm. He and his wife both agree that they were never treated with a respect, honesty, straightforward approach, et cetera, like they got with Bridget Wilson at Volkswagen of Santa Monica. And that's why she got her one another of her early five-star ratings.
1: Oh, that's great. I'm glad to know that. She seems like a nice person.
2: We have a listener in Houston named Steve who got really frustrated on the jeep website trying to build and price a new jeep Gladiator the way he wanted it so he could see what it was going to be look like like and how much it was going to cost when he went looking at a dealership what ship of ours yeah he finally that gave seldom up. works out he finally gave up contacted patrick wilson the CarPro usa manager at gilman chrysler jeep dodge ram patrick He said showed an amazing amount of patience (laughs) as (laughs) he walked him through the process, focused on all the listeners must have requirements. And then, wow, found a gladiator in stock. That was right on the money of everything the listener wanted.
1: That's amazing. So Steve,
2: his wife and grandchildren all are very happy with a bright new red gladiator. And then Steve said, if Yaya is happy, everybody's (laughs) happy. And that, who I don't know who she is, but that's why Patrick Wilson at Gilman Chrysler Jeep Dodge got another five star rating.
1: Well, congrats. That's how it works, folks. Follow the process. Stop slogging around looking
0: for your next car. Call CarPro USA 1 800 926 7777.